0: Hey there, I'm taking a short break to refresh and gear up for more fantastic bookkeeping and small business insights. During this quick hiatus, let's revisit another fan favorite from our podcast archive. It's all about the five mistakes new business owners make, a must listen for budding entrepreneurs, Enjoy this episode, keep ahead of and hopefully avoid possible road bumps in your business and stay tuned for fresh content coming at you from next week. Welcome to Your Bookkeeping Matters. I'm your host, Lisa Turner, a professional bookkeeper, registered BAS agent and your small business cheerleader and mentor. I'm also a wife and mum to two little people. This podcast is for small business owners who want to manage their numbers the right way. It will be short and sweet episodes each week on business and bookkeeping matters in an easy to understand way with real quick tips or changes you can put in place having a huge positive impact at the same time up-leveling yourself so you can be in control and confident that you know your bookkeeping matters. Let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome, welcome. I am here with some really great tips for you this week on a few different bookkeeping and business matters. It is of course all about five mistakes new small business owners make but that means you can use them as tips to either make sure you're not going to make these mistakes or help you flip that around so that you can change things up and do them the right way. I do want to premise this with a little bit of mindset work first, though, because it is a kind of negative topic, and I don't want negativity to be what you take away from any of my episodes. Everyone makes mistakes, and I mean everyone. I've made loads, and I will make so many more, but to me, they're learning opportunities. Learn from them, change, and grow. If you're not making some mistakes, it probably means you're not trying hard enough. A quote from Evan Davis there, a few others have said it as well. You will get to know that I love my quotes and inspirational sayings. So if you do find yourself making any of these mistakes that we're looking at today or any other mistakes, flip it, change the story, change your mindset and take it as a positive, learn from it and move forward. Okay, this hands down is the biggest and most common mistake that I see. Small business owners mixing business with pleasure. And by that, I mean mixing all your business and personal transactions into one bank account. You need to have a separate business bank account from day dot. Every single presentation, masterclass and training that I do... I talk about this because I want your business to be a financial success and if you're having to wade through all your personal transactions to dig out the business ones, that is just a complete waste of your time and says you're not running a business, it also actually costs you more in the long run because of the time you have to spend doing your bookkeeping, getting your tax return ready, or your tax agent charges more to do it for you. And you might miss things, and we so don't want that. You might miss a handful of deposits from sales, you might miss claiming expenses, and then end up paying more tax on your income. So many things can go wrong here. We at Accounted For You don't work with anyone who doesn't have a separate business bank account because we're here to add value to what you do and there's just no value in us charging you extra to split things out. We don't want to add to your costs when it just isn't needed. Let me expand on that a little. If you're a sole trader, you can't open a company bank account because you're not a company but you can open a business account or just a separate personal account that you only use for business income and expenses. If you are a company, you're required to open a company bank account and not use it for personal purchases. Bank accounts are a really huge topic in itself because you can and should open more than one with extra accounts for savings, taxes and a few other things. If you haven't started your business yet, you've now just avoided making this mistake by opening a bank account, ready to start using it for business only. As a sole trader, you can use a bank account that you already have, just stop using it for personal as well, so you still have that separation. If you are making this mistake, it's a really simple fix that you can put in place today even. Most banks let you open an account online if you're an existing customer and start changing things from today. While we're on bank accounts, the next mistake I see and find people stressed out of their mind over is getting a tax bill that they have no money put away for. One of the perks or downsides of running your own business as a sole trader, no one takes money out of your income in the early days to put aside for any tax. And it might be really tempting to take all the money out as you're going or spending it, or reinvesting it back in the business, but you just don't want to go there. Don't start out with bad habits. Set yourself up for success from the start. Be savvy with your money. Open a second business bank account for tax savings and pop a percentage aside each week or each month or quarter, whatever works best for you. And when that tax bill rolls around, and it will, because your business is going to be every success that you dream of, You'll be able to pay it out of that tax savings account without even breaking a sweat. Worst case, you didn't quite save enough, but you've got a big chunk safely squirreled away. And best case, you oversaved and have some left over to either reinvest in the business or buy something you needed for work or keep saving it. So to avoid this mistake, start out doing this from day dot. If you haven't been saving for taxes, start from today. That's another mistake that's easily turned around so you're not in tax shock when tax return time rolls around. If you're not sure how much, your tax agent will give you a percentage that is best for you in your personal circumstances. If you're a company and on wages as an employee, Chances are your personal income tax is now covered unless you have other income elsewhere or other circumstances. But if there is profit left in the company, yep, you guessed it, you need to save for taxes on that. Again, your tax agent is the best person to sort you out there with a savings plan or percentage and give you an indication of any taxes that you might have coming up. Let's get the ball rolling though and just start saving. I don't know that you'll be expecting to hear this next mistake and it's not a bookkeeping related mistake. It's a business matter, not taking out any business insurance. It's a mistake we see a lot because it's one of those things as a small business owner, you just have to know to go do it. No one tells you unless it's a requirement of a license or something like that that you have to hold, but generally it's on you to remember to do this. If you're not sure what kind of insurances you need, reach out to an insurance broker, let them know what you do, and they'll sort you out there. Sometimes there might also be insurance specific to your niche or industry, so have a chat to your networks for some recommendations there. You might think I'm small, I don't need insurance. Well, If the unimaginable happens, you want to be protected. So if you haven't got insurance, I know what you'll be doing after you finish listening to this episode. I want to go over a huge topic now, but in a really compact way, a mistake that can break you and your business, not outsourcing. And I don't mean hire all the employees and contractors from day dot or when you don't even have any income yet. I mean, if there is something that is holding you back from earning more revenue, it takes you away from the business when it shouldn't or something you know nothing about so you get it wrong or it takes you seven times longer to do it. That's when you need to outsource because not outsourcing is hurting you financially. Like I said, you physically can't outsource all the things in the early days, so start small. Can you hire a VA for an hour or two, which is a virtual assistant, to do your admin so that you can grow your sales? Can you afford to invest in a Facebook ads person to run your ads for you to the right audiences, generating more revenue? There are so many different things and it all comes down to your strengths and budget. But if you're trying to do all the things and not focusing on connecting with your clients and serving them and growing the business, well, it kind of ties your hands up there. And the last mistake that is something, in all honesty, always a work in progress. Pricing. In particular, underpricing. It's so easy in the early days to fall victim to a scarcity mindset where you think there aren't enough clients, so you have to be the cheapest or no one will work with or buy from you. Or you get stuck in the downward slope of comparing yourself to others and using their pricing. No one is you and no one has exactly the same costs or experience or value that you do. Pricing can be very hard and there's no quick fix or simple formula to get the perfect selling price. So what I want you to do is this, stay in your own lane. For sure, do your research to see what others are charging to get a feel. But if you need to charge more than that, do it. Don't base your pricing on someone else's. Make sure you cost your expenses accurately so that when you add your profit on top, you're not missing any of your expenses. If you're product-based, don't forget, all your costs, like your packaging and little packets of lollies that you pop in your parcels, all that adds up really fast. Don't forget postage, particularly if you offer free shipping of any kind, you need to factor that into your pricing. If you are service-based, and this is particularly tricky for most, again, make sure you've covered all all your costs including your own time and then add profit on top of that also with your pricing it's not a set and forget you need regular reviews to make sure your costs haven't gone up and you're pricing for the value that you're providing don't just review it once a year. Pricing is something that we cover and go through in my digital course, Power and Numbers. You can head over to accountedforyou.com.au forward slash pin. And if the doors are currently open, dive in or join the wait list to be kept in the loop for when they next open. I also have a free pricing calculator, which you can grab yourself a copy at accountedforyou.com.au forward slash pricing calc plug in your numbers and it will do the rest for you. It will show you some different scenarios of how much profit based on all different pricing. Of course those will be both linked in the show notes for you. While some of the mistakes that we've looked at can be quite big and scary they actually all have easy fixes that you can put into place. Remember, if you've made any of these mistakes, it's a learning and growth opportunity for you to change and move to the next exciting part of your small business journey. Please remember this is all general advice and isn't specific to your personal circumstances. Make sure you get individual advice that is relevant to you as everyone's situations are different. Thank you so much for joining me this week. And if you've loved hearing these tips, hit subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And I'll chat to you next week about more of your bookkeeping matters.